Hey, potential podcast listeners. If you think you might be feeling depressed, stressed, anxious, or overwhelmed, then our sponsor, BetterHelp, is here to help you. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. You can talk to your therapist in a private, safe, online environment at your convenience. There's a broad range of expertise with BetterHelp's 20,000-plus therapist network that gives you access to help that may not be available in your area. All you do is simply fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs, and then you get matched with a therapist in just under 48 hours. After that, you can schedule secure video and phone sessions. Plus, you can exchange unlimited messages, and everything you share is completely confidential. Join the over 3 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. Our listeners will get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com potential. That's betterhelp.com slash potential. Once again, that's 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com potential. Take charge of your mental health with BetterHelp. And remember, know your potential. Hey, potential podcast listeners. Let's talk about today's sponsor, Let's Get Checked. Let's Get Checked makes professional health testing easy by letting you get tested without having to visit a healthcare provider. You can order a testing kit that will be delivered to you in discreet packaging. Once your sample arrives in the laboratory, confidential results will be available from your secure online account within two to five days. These results are reviewed by a clinician, and a member of the Let's Get Checked nursing team may call you to review your results. And Let's Get Checked laboratories are CLIA approved and CAP accredited, which are the highest ranking levels of accreditation. So, if you want to avoid an uncomfortable office visit or prefer the convenience and get tested at home, visit trylgc.com potential and get 25% off your test using code POTENTIAL25. Once again, that's 25% off your test by going to trylgc.com potential using the promo code POTENTIAL25. Take charge of your physical health and well-being, and let's get checked. Talking all things entertainment, pop culture, and nerdum, this is The Potential Podcast. Hello and welcome back to The Potential Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Dewar, and I'm joined by my co-host, Taylor Sokol. You know, Taylor, we had quite incredible year of entertainment in 2022 uh, from movies, series, uh, video games, you know, plenty of stuff, music. It was a big year, but a big year also means that there was some stinkers along the way. (laughs) And it's always kind of fun to look back, reflect of the best and worst of 2022. Now, we could have gone many avenues with this, uh, but we don't have all day here, people. So we're going to do... No, we don't. We have lives. We do have lives somewhat. (laughs) Um, We are going to do today our top 10 series for TV. 
Uh, that could be a season of a show, limited series, miniseries, what say you. And then we will do our top 10 films and our top worst 10 films of the year. So to start off with series, these are our favorite shows. Again, there was a lot of good TV. We're in this crazy good time of TV where we're seeing so much good stuff. Taylor, at the end of the day for 2022, what were your top 10 shows? So I had Netflix's Wednesday. Uh, then I was uh, Paramount Plus's The Offer. Then uh, HBO Max's Our Flag Means Death. Uh, Disney Plus's Star Wars series Andor. Uh, Netflix's series The Sandman. And then we had um, FX or Hulu, Under the Banner of Heaven. Uh, Netflix's comedy series Uncoupled. Uh, Paramount Plus's sci-fi series Halo. And another uh, shout out to another Disney Plus Star Wars series, Obi-Wan Kenobi. And last but not least was Apple TV's The After Party. Those are my top 10 favorite series. A little mm. bit of mix there all around genres. Yeah, I'm actually going to say we're, we're, I think in total we have maybe about three or no, we, I think we have four similar, but completely different. And I love that this is, again, these are our opinions. You know, we do not uh, think of ourselves higher than you. Uh, all art is subjective, so it depends on what you like, what your tastes are. I do have to give one honorable mention before I get in my top 10. All right. I wanted to include the Rings of Power. I wanted to. Yeah. But at the end of the day, as much as I love Lord of the Rings and I love the visual aspect of that series, it's not quite at the level of a best show yet for the year. I think it has the potential to get there. Um, you know, a lot of these shows that I'm going to say aren't coming back till 2024. So we have some time to digest and wait for them. But my top 10 series of 2022 were Paramount Plus The Offer, incredible series. Stranger Things Season 4 on Netflix. I think that just became a, a big moment for them. HBO's Winning Time, The Dynasty of the Lakers. I really did enjoy that show. I didn't know if I was going to as not the biggest basketball fan, and I really did. Another HBO show. i got a couple HBOs here in a row. Tokyo Vice. I really enjoyed that series. Then we have Peacemaker. Peacemaker just became a dominated force and lo loved it. Um, my last HBO series is House of the Dragon. I did think House of the Dragon's up there with some of the best TV last year. I agree with you. FX, and we saw it on Hulu, Under the Banner of Heaven. was an incredible series. And then you got Netflix's The Sandman. Netflix Cobra Kai Season 5 was one of my favorites. And finally, the only Disney Plus one on my list is Andor. Uh, you know, I think... Star Wars, we really do enjoy those shows, but Boba Fett and Obi-Wan were kind of a little lackluster for me. Andor completely turned it around. Um, I actually might think Andor might be one of my favorite shows like out of all that list from last year. For me, Obi-Wan, just to get to that final conversation, that was all yeah. that was worth it for me. Can I just do, can I do the final episode of Obi-Wan? <laughs> that, that's all I want. We had a lot of good TV and there's a lot of good TV coming up. Uh, as well as you just heard on some of our most mm -hmm, anticipated episode. But uh, yeah, a lot of good stuff. Now, movies. Movies are always kind of interesting when it comes to what are your favorites, what are your least favorite. We are not, this is not the Oscar committee. This is not the Academy Awards. No, it is not. Some of these movies we have picked are purely because we enjoy them so much. And some of the worst ones just did not land with us. So let's start with, uh, let's start with our 10 top movies of the year now again this is not the oscar race uh some of these are going to be popcorn flicks and that's just how it goes so 
I'm interested to hear, Taylor, what are your top 10 films of 2022? This is a much surprise to you as to Chris and I. So here we go. So my top 10 films of 2022 was Hulu's Prey, the Predator prequel, um, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, uh, Top Gun Maverick, so good. It definitely was worth just to see this in theaters. Uh, The Batman, um, very long, but very awesome. <laughs> uh, Violent Night, definitely a fun little popcorn flick that just came right at the cusp and <laughs> a good little film to put in the holidays if you like your action uh, hardcore. Uh, the Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, uh, The Lost City, and uh, this is a first for me because I slowly, as those of you who listen to the podcast, I have not become much of a horror fan until the last several years. I had this uh, horror film at the end, Barbarian. Mm. And so those are my top 10 films of 2022. Well, we have, uh, again, quite a few that are similar. So I have uh, The Menu. I really enjoyed. Avatar, The Way of Water. Incredible. Violent Night did make my list. I thought that was just a fun Christmas movie, and I, I, I deem it a new classic. I also put Prey. I thought that was a very good refresher for the Predator series. Um, I think it deserved a wide release in theaters, but uh, such a fun movie. Uh, I have Elvis, Baz Luhrmann's Elvis. I thought it was fantastic. The Black Phone. A very fun, unique horror film that I think has uh, taken people by storm. Uh, Barbarian was a close one to put on my list, but I, I Black Phone just edged out a little bit. Top Gun Maverick, of course, just an outstanding return to that series. And wow, yeah, that was a that was a moment in theaters. Uh, I have The Northman. I really enjoyed Everywhere, Everything, All at Once, and then finally, I still think of all the films I saw. My favorite for the year is still The Batman. Uh, and that's surprisingly for both of us are only, well, you had Wakanda forever in there. I didn't have one Marvel movie on my top. Uh, I think it's kind of hard. Yeah. But looking back at the ones it, we, we talked about this, this year has been a weird kind of transitional period for the Marvel MCU films. Mm -hmm. So I think it was, it was kind of tough, but almost easy to like edge out some of the ones that maybe didn't like so much. I think the year before Spider-Man was definitely on our list. Yeah. Um, and it's so funny. I was going to have the Northman. It was tough, but I, I threw a couple, uh, I had to put a little comedy in there. Cause I, I, there was definitely lost city was one of the films that did make me laugh so much. And theaters. again, that's, that's kind of the beauty of, uh, I love going on and seeing different lists because, uh, certain films hit with people and some don't. Um, and honestly, in any day, these top 10 worst 10 could change depending on your mood, depending on what you're, you know, in four so uh and i will say as much as the top 10 were hard to do the top 10 worst was a little harder there was some that were just definites on there but as it got to the end i was like uh was that really a, a bad movie or just not a movie i really like didn't hit with me but maybe it hit with other people you know some movies you see like i don't get why everyone loves this movie i don't doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad movie but as much as we love the good movies Every year has some stinkers. And we're moving on to the top yeah, 10 the ones we worst movies of 2022, in our humble opinion. So, Taylor, what were the 10 movies that just stunk? These are the ones that I was... Ugh, I, I'm not one I want to go back to the theaters, and some I wish I got my money back. Um, so I have The Man from Toronto. This came out. It was one of like two big Kevin Hart comedy uh, films, and it just... I was 
found myself not laughing at all this whole film uh deep water uh this was a ben affleck and anna anna Adarmus, uh film that i wasn't really a fan of and it was kind of a, a miss for her as well uh, the invitation this uh so-called vampire horror film that was just i love to hate it because i knew it was going to be bad but like a train wreck you can't look away uh, the Secrets of Dumbledore or The Secrets of Dumble Snore. I was, <laughs> I'm a huge fan of the Harry Potter series, the other ones. And this was just, I was like, what? I just really wasn't feeling this one. Morbius, uh, we've talked about how we did not like this one of the Marvel films. Uh, Chip and Dale, <laughs> the live action take uh, in Disney Plus. Uh, deep, um, sorry, edit that out. Next one is Spiderhead, Netflix. This was a little change up for... Um, Chris Hemsworth, not a huge fan of this film. It was just weird and not weird in a good way. And then Firestarter. Um, this is one of my horror films that I didn't like. Um, one of those films that do you need to remake? <laughs> Let's stick with the original ones, especially when it's mm-hmm. tough when you come with Stephen King. And then last but not least, uh, Disney, you're not always perfect. This one was Pinocchio. So that was my top 10 worst films of 2022. Oh, you know what? Edit that. <laughs> I forgot one more. I, it was nine. <laughs> and last but not least i'm gonna say it was tough because there were moments i liked of it but overall i couldn't bring myself to love it jurassic world dominion all right that's your top 10 yeah yeah and some of these some of these came down to not necessarily that they were poorly made um top 10 worst for me also sometimes means disappointing um you know disappointing in like they were so anticipated for them and then they just yes and sometimes that really is the hype and some of these movies took a while to come out, you know, the pandemic, mm-hmm. uh, the trailers are amazing. The films before them had been really amazing. So my top 10 worst movies of 2022. Yes. We start off with Morbius. Uh, Morbius had a lot of uh, potential, honestly, but the execution was just terrible. Um, and then uh, Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. I do not understand why people love this film. I thought it was one of the worst <laughs> things of the year. It was so bad. Uh, Jurassic World Dominion is definitely on my list. I really like the Jurassic World series. I didn't mind the, the second one. I thought it was going somewhere, and the third film just fell flat. The Locust thing still is incredibly stupid. Um, it just, you know, for them to be like, the last big film of the series, and it just was, ugh. Some some fun dino action, at least, but the movie itself was just nothing new, nothing exciting. Uh, my next one is Nope. Nope, for me, I think this maybe the anticipation was too high. And at the end of the day, that movie is about a couple people running from a tent. <laughs> and I hold for applause because uh, that is really what it was. The alien was a tent. Real stupid. Did not like it. Uh, the Invitation, yes. Probably the worst film of the year. I mean, God, just boring. Not really a good vampire movie. Went too quickly. Was a mess. Disney's Pinocchio. We've had all these remakes, and we have more coming up. Little Mermaid and Snow White. This one just, uh, for especially as a fan of the animated movie, such a classic. This one was just terrible. And it's sad to see Tom Hanks really be not good in a role, and he just wasn't. Um, next up, again, this is a disappointment one. Don't worry, darling. I think the anticipation was so high. And then we had all this drama surrounding the film. And ultimately, once you saw the film, the twist just didn't pay off. There wasn't really enough oomph uh, for the movie. Or time to let it sink in. Yeah, I think it kind of rushed the ending. And it's just, there was good 
uh production value and i you know i like the actors but it just i think there could have been so much more with that film the the <laughs> the stuff they did just didn't work uh next up halloween ends oh god thank god it ended because it was just terrible uh you're gonna have a movie called halloween ends and your main threat is barely in the movie why yeah um, we talked about, you know, at length how we don't care about this new kid. You know, he did well in the movie, but who cares about him? Uh, next up, you know, I went back and forth on this one. Although there's moments I like it, like in it, just like his other films. The the science behind it and ultimately where the movie went was so stupid. Moonfall. Um, Moonfall was just a movie that was bonkers and didn't really work. And at that point, I really didn't have a 10th movie. Uh, you know, I kept going back and forth all the movies I saw, and there were some I was like, "Well, I don't really think it was a bad movie; just maybe it wasn't a movie I'd watch again." So I got down to a movie that I kept hearing was bad. I think you saw this, Taylor, and it was really bad. Should have worked, didn't work. The Bubble, uh, this movie by Judd Apatow about these actors trying to make a movie during the pandemic. I've just heard such bad things about it. I'm never gonna watch it. It's just bad. So that's my yeah, top 10. I actually did not get to watch it. Oh. I was going to watch it, but I, I never did. So maybe we both dodged a bullet there. <laughs> Pop that, burst that bubble. Yeah. And that's the thing. Sometimes I think, you know, we do have these tentpole movies. You know, there's some big movies that, I mean, at the end of the day, Jurassic World Dominion still made a billion dollars. You know, it's like some of these movies still do very well. Um, it's just sometimes the anticipation is so high that you are expecting a plus level entertainment and sometimes you go in and it's just the opposite whereas some movies i think you know like top gun maverick top gun maverick i think for a lot of people if you look at top gun it's kind of a cult following you know it's a it's a fun film you know some great stuff in it but it's also supremely cheesy that 80s cheese the the music and some of the stuff in that for top gun maverick to at this current moment be the number one grossing film of 2022 and that thing made you know 1.5 billion well and it's funny you say that about maverick because all the trappings it could have been really bad it could have been like hated but it was like some controversially said better than the original which i kind of agree if you look at it not if you look at it if you look at if you look at it from the modern lens of what they had back then and the 80s she's yes oh it is if you look at it, it from back then till now yeah. yes so it it's interesting where you can see a concept like We've seen a lot of this 2022, yeah. probably I would say this year more than most or the last couple of years, we've seen a trend of bringing back franchises or, you know, coming back 35 years later, 40 years later, and it doesn't work, but that was one of the few instances it did. And I'm, it's one of those, you know, yes, a lot of people controversially say, well, I can wait till it comes in streaming. But Chris and I will tell you right now, there's nothing like seeing a film at theaters. And that was one of the examples. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'd say the three best theater experiences I had for 2022 were seeing the Batman, Top Gun Maverick, and Avatar The Wave Water on the big screen. Those are just examples of things you, you, won't, you won't have the same thrill, the same wow factor when you see it on your TV or for some people on their phone. So, you know, movies are back and we got a lot of big ones coming up for 2023. So it'll be exciting to see which of these films uh, are, you know, looked at for award season. We already have the Golden Globes, uh, but especially the Oscars. Um, and obviously there's some movies on this list that we didn't get to. We haven't even seen. 
um, you know, that's that's the tough part about uh, when you get to a movie. Sometimes those those good Oscar type movies do have kind of a re re emergence during January, February, leading up to the award season. So there's definitely some movies that we will uh, be looking into that we haven't got a chance to see yet. But we want to hear from you guys. We want to hear what was your favorite series? What were your favorite movies what were your least favorite movies of the year please reach out to what us what are your duds we want to hear yeah. the duds too we always, always want to hear the duds because sometimes the duds <laughs> sometimes southern duds are so bad it's worth a look uh but yeah stay tuned got a lot more fun stuff coming up here on the potential podcast it's going to be a good year so uh we'll see you next time thanks for listening to the potential podcast you can follow us on instagram and facebook at the potential podcast or on twitter at the potential pod or you can email us send us your positive feedback and thoughts suggestions and more through our email the potential podcast at yahoo.com i'm your host chris dewar and i'm your host taylor sokol stay tuned for more episodes on pop culture entertainment and nerdum and remember know, know your, your potential, potential.